Hey, hey, this is the Bachelor Masters. There's a big announcement, EZR. What is it? <gasps> Happy birthday, Caitlin. <laughs> Thank you. Caitlin's birthday is on my calendar. So many people's birthdays today, Caitlin. Is that always, is that, has that been true your whole life? <laughs> no, actually, I'm trying to think if I know. I don't think I know personally anyone who shares the exact same birthday. I know a lot of people with ones like very close around, like growing up, uh, two of my cousins who lived down the street from me, one, they were both born in October. One was a year ahead of me. One was a year behind me. One's born on the 10th. One's born at the end of the month. So we used to have like co-birthday parties every year growing up. And then my sister got really upset because <laughs> out of us, like two families, four daughters combined, three of us were born in October and one was not. And so my sister used to get an extra present in October because she would throw a fit about being the only one who didn't have a birthday then. Right. Jesus. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. That's, that's actually like, pretty common, I it, think. It's it's okay if the parent. If, well, yeah, we used to get presents on our brother on our siblings' birthdays, you know. But it wouldn't be because I threw a fit. If you if the parents are giving in because you throw a fit, then that's the problem, not the kid yeah, asking for a present. I remember finding it weird because I was like, I don't get an an extra present on my sister's birthday. So, right. hmm. so many early hmm. October people. Happy birthday, Tom York. I've known this date my whole life. <laughs> Is that today? Yes. I mean, oh, I'm wow. almost positive. I, as you guys know, or if you don't know, this is my favorite band in middle school in fifth grade. And now they're like so bad. Like, I don't know what the draw is anymore, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> happy what birthday, Caitlin. that? Thank you. Radiohead. Okay. Oh, Radiohead, okay. Uh, so I just Googled real quick to be like, who's famous who has a birthday on my birthday? <laughs> and this list is, uh, this is just what yeah. comes up right on the top of Google. Wow. Okay. Yes. Uh, let's just say Vladimir Putin. Uh, oh, cool. <laughs> Simon Cowell. Uh -huh. <laughs> Simon Cowell. Heinrich Himmler, the Nazi. Uh, and right. Tony Braxton. So that's nice. Early huh. October is huge, so that means January. No wait. That's because yeah, it's a yeah. it's a just after New Year's conception. Yeah, yes. I don't know if that's how does that make any sense. That's like the divorce period. You know that, right? It's like a huge divorce. Well, the holidays just happened. Everyone's feeling really lovey dovey. Like you know, oh, they I got guess the Christmas I can make they wanted. for any time then. <laughs> well, you <laughs> know, at like, the end of summer, it's cold out. Jesus Christ, you really are bending over backwards for this. I think it makes no sense. Except for sense. if someone may give me a, like an astrological reason, I find that to make more sense than it's January. There ergo. Well, <laughs> well obviously a lot of kids get born in October, so obviously a lot of conceptions are happening in January. Yeah, but I don't think it has anything to do with anything that's like we can it's explain. Because, it's because the holidays went well. They feel connected with their partner. It's still exactly. cold outside. They probably have <laughs> still have time off from work. And so they, uh, you know, hey, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I'll believe you. Yeah. I mean, early October, New Year's is a possibility. Yeah. Just, just saying that is an option. <laughs> I don't know if I'm born <laughs> early or late or what have you uh, in terms of such things. But I do know, because I've always found this very funny, that... For some reason, so my older sister is not, like, she's named after one of my dad's sisters, which is also kind of weird, because as far as I know, that's not a sister that either my dad or my mom is close to. So it was always sort of an odd choice. My dad has six sisters, so there's a lot of naming options if you wanted to name after your sister. And he didn't choose the ones that, like, he actually hangs out with as an adult. So, Interesting. Uh, but the plan was always to name me after one or the other of my parents, which I thought was weird because I'm the second born, not the first born. So, yeah, my name is the Irish version of my mom's name. Huh. Yep, there was a real possibility I was going to be named Andrea uh, after my dad, but it had to be pronounced Andrea, not right. Andrea. 
And apparently they both felt like that was going to be a source of problems. (laughs) (laughs) Totally would have been. Look at, look at Kaylin. My goodness. Yes. I do. do I hate that name. (laughs) I really just like her name because it's so close to mine, but it's like the wrong version. You know, purpose wrong. It's not supposed to have a T in it. Right. So, bah. Yeah. And I I always don't love it. Fall into that ditch of accidentally call her Caitlin or Kaylin, Caitlin, you know, I stop myself. And that is, there's nothing more annoying than someone almost like your name is almost there. And that's right on the, that is not some ethnic choice. That's not a, you know, that's nothing to do with anything. It's just because the parents thought it'd be cute and cool, you know? Yeah. I get weirdly like. I also believe my spelling is the correct spelling, obviously. Uh, but it is. It is, because this is, if, like, if you're going with my mom's theory of I am the Irish version of my mom's name, my way is spelled the Irish way. It is not pronounced the Irish way, as I learned when I went to Ireland for the first time. Uh, it's the Americanized version, for sure, because the Irish pronunciation is Kachlin. Uh. Yeah. Yes. There's, like, little diacritical marks and stuff. It's supposed to be, like, really similar to Kathleen, I guess. Uh, But, yeah, the American pronunciation. And I'm like, this is the right way to spell it. The other ways are just, like, they're trying to be unique and they're messing around with things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Well, Greg, we got a fitting end to the season of slimy influencers, cloud chasers. Because the Dodgers won? Kaylin and Dean. Yes. Period. Why would you say that about the Dodgers? Don't even bring the Dodgers into this yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. So, was it just me? Or did Kalen and Dean kind of look like a Hillsong pastor and his wife? Yeah, it was It was not good. <sighs> Dean hasn't aged well. In his oh, I think he's lips. handsome. I think he's super handsome. No, no, no. Greg has always hated him, so he's going to say that. No. I think he looks exactly the same. Gotta be blind if you can't see that he is objectively an attractive man. He is not objectively an attractive man. He has no upper lip. We've been over this and over this and over this. Yeah, that's what the mustache is there for. Well, yeah, you're hiding something. All right, yeah, I just got a very... The vibe was very weird with the two of them. They definitely looked to me like hip... LA area preachers uh, but also they sounded like they were reading off a teleprompter every time they talked yeah yeah, yeah. actually that's funny you mentioned that because that came up uh, on another podcast I was listening to they couldn't read their lines correctly so it looked like it was edited together from multiple stops to have to feed them their line yeah, yeah it just it was sounded bad. robotic and very even weird. the parts that are supposed to be their story they kind of were like, well, this is where we met and married. Now, as you guys know, Webster's <laughs> Dictionary, you know, like it was like, this is your story. Why don't you tell it normally? Why don't you, why do you have to read it? Why do you have to hear it or read it? Or, or someone's holding, you know, giant cue cards off screen. Um, I am, I was so, they, they were not, they, they are not a good example but they are the new guard of, I can't think of anyone who has done it better or more maliciously than both of them to have like risen to the top, right? They are the example for Bachelor Nation to make their money off of Instagram, to use the show as solely a platform and occasionally, you know, grace the, uh, their presence better can come on every once in a while, but they have to be on top. I'm sure they are the ones who, and uh, in a way, there is a good thing with what they're doing because if they wanted to, which these two absolutely do not, they could be the beginning of the reality TV show Union. Because I bet they're demanding more uh, of everything. Oh, they're oh, demanding the union. more pay. Got it. They're demanding more pay. They're demanding better spots and they're demanding certain times that they're coming out, you know, more of what a union contract, but it's only for themselves. At this point, it's only for themselves. They do not have those. They do not have those morals or those ethics or those guidelines. You know, they, they're not thinking about uh, other than themselves and that's how they got to where they are. So 
I don't, so I extra don't like them because they're using their powers on top of everything else for evil. Uh, wow, I, you I extrapolate really, a lot from a few lines. Well, I mean, so this whole season was based on them, uh, their past appearances. You know, everything they've gotten from the beginning of both Dean and Kaylin's starts on Bachelor franchise shows, they have both used it to their, to, they have callously used sexual assault stories just to further their brand. They have um, used their own parents to garner sympathy right. for, you know, they are, uh, who's worse is, I mean, can you, can we compare Greg to this? Is he worse? Um, but they're all in the same, right. they're all in the same shit stew. You know, they're all the same kind of person. Right. So, right. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're, they're horrible to see. No you know, they're like, ah, they're like a shock to the system. Yeah. I, mean, I can't look at Dean without having a vile reaction. I agree. I agree. I don't care what he looks like. He's not. Well, first off, he's not my type, but he's a very he's a look that he's handsome to people right now. Like he has a now look. Um, uh, but I don't I can't see any of that. I only see vile scum, you know. So anyway. Um, anyways, other than them, Noah and Abigail, like the continuation of that. Very strange. <laughs> Yeah, I don't so, really know what we have to talk about today because it's like one after another of like, eh. Well, it I heard some gossip about the Noah and Abigail breakup, which is well, that that was entirely faked and right. not a real breakup, specifically because apparently they told the producers, they were like, yeah, we want to leave together, but we don't want to get engaged. And the producers were like, Oh no, it's one or the other. Breakup or engagement. <laughs> and they're like, guess breakup then, you know. <laughs> and got together again immediately afterwards, which makes me feel like the Becca and Thomas thing is probably the same deal. That like, since they also got together again immediately after Paradise, that I wonder if it was similarly like, Becca was like, I'm not going to get engaged on TV for a third time. Let's just leave. And the producers are like, no, you got to give a breakup. Right. That, that makes no sense because there's been plenty of times where they've stood at that altar and said, look, I, I can't get engaged right now, but I'm willing to continue this. And, and everyone, and everyone's right. agreed. Well, that's but what also, the rumor is. So. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think the but rumor also, was they also, wanted to pump up the drama and that's why they were forcing folks into these. The yeah, <laughs> exactly. Into only these two options, even though grocery store Joe repeatedly told us in his interviews that you could leave together and not be engaged. But yet nobody did that. So. Yeah, but like with the Thomas Becca thing, I totally believe that because that breakup was not much of a breakup. It was boring and uh, you didn't feel like you're watching the real thing. But with Abigail, I mean, is she the world's best act actress then? She looked genuinely sad and genuinely upset Noah like I said I'm kind of like uh I, I could believe like I said last week I could definitely be convinced out of this um because he did not hate Abigail you know like Greg hated Katie <laughs> um and maybe it's beneficial for him to get back together because I don't know how he was seen in Bachelor Nation because everyone at the prom felt like I'm sure a lot of women feel if you just take it at face value why would he do that um they, to me like in the end you, even knowing that it just seemed like a romantic a romantic comedy like you know Noah's trying to con Abigail but he ended up falling in love like, you Aww. know it, there's there's not a it like a bad 90s romantic comedy where like you dude this guy tried to con you and now you guys are this is the ending of the movie you know with those questions we don't ask and like why is Bill Murray a romantic lead or something? <laughs> um, so uh, I I don't know. This is just, it's just so far out there, the manipulation, that it's really hard to parse it. Because now we have a whole back end of what's really going on that doesn't square at all with what we see on the TV. And it's not that exciting or fun anyway. 
um, I don't know. I, I, I still think Noah hooked a star to like the easiest person to manipulate, but, <laughs> but to say, to say someone, to say to someone on TV, even if you're just breaking up, you're not my person. Isn't that, why would you get back together with that? Right. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. And they all love that phrase to employ like you're not my person or you are my person they're all saying it right left and center in this episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is sort of yeah if you took that at face value if i was in a relationship with somebody they said that to me and we broke up and then they came back and were like actually i want you back i would kind of be like but you knew deep in your soul that i'm not your person so how do you square that with reuniting? You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, that is no matter so what weird. The... Yeah. Yeah. And then he also says this, by the way. I was actually coming here today to tell you that I was falling in love with you too. Um, and so just to be blindsided. I, mean, I wasn't even the one that was initiating that conversation. You were, you know, it's like you were pushing me. That's why this is hard. At the end of the day, I just wasn't your person. Like, you shouldn't hold that against yourself at all. You shouldn't hold that against yourself. That is, I I, I don't, I would hold that for a long time. Even if we did get back together. You would hold that against yourself. No, I would hold that against Noah, that he said that for a very long time. Even if we did get back together, wouldn't anybody... That's manipulative. <laughs> Don't hold it against yourself that you weren't right for me. Like, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> yeah, Dear. that's a very, very odd phrasing. Because I feel like in these situations, normally, if what you're trying to say is simply that, like, you know, I don't think that we belong together. You normally do a version of the, you know, it's not you, it's me. But the way he says it makes it very much sound like it's her. <laughs> like, don't hold it against yourself sounds like a passive aggressive way of being like, actually, you are the problem. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I even know, even like, let's just say that that's true, that they just broke off and then it broke up because they didn't want to get engaged. And then he really let her have it, which is also like a little bit suspicious. But then like, it still seems to me that Noah l- saw himself looking bad to Bachelor Nation, like in retrospect. He's like, wait a minute, this kind of looks bad. And maybe that's why he's back with her. I don't trust the whole like, well, you know, because she was upset. She was crying. I don't know. It's really well, like how is she such a we you know it's it's strange like that explanation is kind of strange but i guess if they're i guess if they last that's the test of time like hopefully some buddy who actually watches the show will interview them and say now how do you go from you're not my person don't hold it against yourself sorry <laughs> bye and leave to let's get back together like they're if they can explain that piece of time well then maybe there's something there but otherwise it's very strange hmm. okay very strange Thomas and Becca. yeah well i still have crazy. nothing to talk about in this whole episode i know so keep going well we we push this because of the dodgers go ahead the only thing i have to talk about is is being confused that james broke up with anna explain that no. one what because he's shark girl he's shark girl 2.0 he was just there for his bros and to drink for free well it's weird because it it seemed like they actually on it they actually had a connection and i don't know no i understand but why wouldn't you just leave with her it's not that that difficult to do i mean i thought it was because you know he knew her for what maybe 36 to 48 hours at that (laughs) point and i think that there was this sense, I guess, if you leave together, then it's like some big declaration of like, we will be very seriously dating. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's why he just didn't want to give the impression if like, because yeah, it did seem like 
they were sort of into each other and maybe there'd be a casual thing happening, but just the timing seemed off. And yeah, I think when they broke up and he was like, I'm going to leave with Aaron. (laughs) It made total sense to me Uh, as well as that, you know, the after show when they show the uh, teen dramedy reel of what they're doing now. And it says that, Aaron and James are roommates. And I was like, yes, of course they are. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're, he lives in San Diego or La Jolla, which is not quite San Diego. And she lives in Chicago. What's the point? You know, they were on mm-hmm. vacation together. That's your vacation. Yeah. Something. Especially then, if like, and anyways, you don't know her very well. And they've like kissed maybe twice or something, you know, like it's not even a, the other ones who have like, been together for a few weeks at least have a little bit more basis of they've had conversations they kind of know the personality yeah I just feel like it was too which is also why it was kind of wild to me that Ed was trying to talk McKenna into staying when it was like again you've known each other for maybe one to two days max and (laughs) it like simply is not gonna happen there's no point in like you even really doing that because you're definitely not gonna get engaged and leave together you know Stranger yeah, things well, have happened. I they, thought they, they, they just wanted, to, parents just wanted got, to take her to the, to the Didn't room. your parents get engaged after one day? No, they got engaged, I mean, after all told six months. But really, it was like condensed. It was far, spread out of like a few a few weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so married. not quite a day. Not engaged, right. married. <laughs> right. All right. See, so it could um, happen. Well, that's not the point. Ed, Ed and McKenna, I mean, Ed was just trying to have sex with someone. And McKenna was like, look, you were a good rebound. Like, I felt <laughs> shitty about myself. But I can't. I This is very embarrassing now. Like, she felt embarrassed yeah. that she ended up with someone like that. It was yes. awkward because you could tell clearly, like, he wanted to go to that boom boom room. And yeah. she was like, well, I had fun rollerblading and you made me laugh. But, like, we're not dating. what i liked about their breakup is that it was the cliches to the forefront to see you know what are they really saying here and i especially like ed's (laughs) uh grasp of the bachelor you know go go to guide yeah he has a great so i'm gonna play it because i think i like the way he he uses this like we started the spark and so it's like it would be a waste to just say you know let's just turn it off and see you nice meeting you i want to like be able to like say let's try this but i just think it's you know better for us to just, like end it here you know it wasn't meant to be the kooky like music. i don't think that like i'm your person you know no but i mean yeah i want the opportunity to you know, leave here today and know that we're going to, like, make some plans to see each other. <laughs> this spark waste. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, every time she'd be like, actually, no, we are definitely not a thing. And he'd be like, but on the other hand, what if we were? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it could have been creepy-ish, but it's also not you know it's this guy that's on tv nothing's gonna happen but the the oh we had a spark it'd be a shame to waste that spark or to let it burn out like the you know they're really going in on the old cliches of the bachelor that are you know when you use them nefariously which they get used nefariously all the time but then they give you the kooky music and then you're trying to get someone into to bed it's so funny it's so like don't don't please don't do that that's it's sad and gross um we yeah Tom, well thomas and becca so our fan of the pod jay in la uh-huh. he he points out that becca admits that she was there for the wrong reasons when she breaks up with thomas that she never was gonna yeah find somebody that's what they all that's a that's what they all say all the yeah. time, though. Look, I never thought I would come out of here engaged. I mean, they say that all the time, yeah, but don't she they? she used that as a reason to break up with Thomas. She, I think... She, she didn't want yeah. to, so that means she was there for the wrong reasons. I do think it was faked, honestly, because 
they have been that dating very fake. since like the moment they stepped off the beach. So yeah, I honestly think that that one was more. My assumption is that Becca did not want to do the engagement route, both because, you know, short time period of knowing somebody, et cetera, but also because she's been engaged on TV so many times that did not end up for the wrong reasons that she was like, I'm not doing it ever. Right. And that they're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to continue to date. But this is this is for the cameras, our breakup. So I do think that it's not for the wrong reasons necessarily because she is like dating him. They clearly like each other. I think it's more, she was not gonna get engaged again right now. Right. Also, you know, without any sub, like if we take this scene as a standalone scene, it looks like, or let's just say standalone from this. If we take this season and a standalone season, we don't know anything. We'd only know about Thomas, what they've said. We only know about Becca, what she says. It, Thomas, doesn't want to look bad again, but I feel like I know Becca. And in that <laughs> moment, she was kind of asking for validation, like, chase me, Thomas, chase me. Because then she ended up chasing him, which is what happens often when you ask people to chase you. They go, I'm going to respect your decision. And you go, no, wait, <laughs> chase me. <laughs> right. Especially in this world where if a woman says no, no means no. Yeah, so. Exactly. Uh, and what she came up to him to say was of no consequence at all. It doesn't make any sense. So it reminded the- me so much of Tasha and JPJ at the end of last BIP. Yeah. When she broke up ran. with him and then he was like, well, I guess I'll be going and walks away and she like chases after him. And then similarly, the conversation they have is basically nothing when she catches him. It's not when they chase, you normally think what's going to happen is they're like, I changed my mind. I actually do want to be together. But in both circumstances, a woman is instead like, it was real between us. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's sort of like, yeah, why did you chase them to simply say a thing that like you kind of already said during the breakup? Yeah, it feels like she just wanted the validation. It makes no sense. I mean, in that in my mind, that's why Taisha picked someone that shouldn't or wouldn't break up with her. (laughs) <laughs> Zach, right? Because he is, I, yeah, to me, a zero. Okay, Joe and Serena. Oh boy, middle schoolers saying "I love you." I, I <laughs> see. We, we were talking about with the Sex and the City thing where their taxi light is on. That's Joe to me. Joe is ready to be married. No more dating. No more exes coming up to you. He just wants everything to be over. And just to lay back on the couch and relax and be depressed or whatever. And I, I feel like Serena really could have been anyone to him, which is kind of a waste of a Serena. Hmm. Yeah. Since she's that is so a waste of a attractive to, to attractive to people. And she's kind of she's doing a very smart thing as a woman. You when you really want to be with someone, and maybe she wants a quiet, simple life, right? Maybe she wants that too. I I, I don't know. Cause I feel like I don't she doesn't speak up when she when it's time to ask her her needs i don't i don't hear her say anything so i am um like it's a good thing but it makes no sense you know it's those couples that you know that are like wow they've been together 25 years must be for some reason like they're <laughs> they they must want this these are this like a classic example of like two people that want the same thing but mismatch in every other department you know, like, do they like doing the same thing on whatever Sunday mornings? Do they have the same tastes? Have they lived similar lives? I don't think any of that is true. I think they're just <laughs> like, given up, no more dating, no more, like, what am I doing on a Saturday night? They just want life to be way calmer, like the edges taken off. Yeah, yeah I, have, I, think I don't like... see like a great love story here. It's interesting to me because Serena's storyline on Matt James's season was basically, you know, like he seemed like he was all in with her, that she was one of the top ones for sure. But she dumped him because she like didn't see it, wasn't ready, didn't feel the spark, et cetera, et cetera, which makes you feel like presumably she wouldn't fake it with somebody else. Right. Like on TV, because she already dumped an incredibly attractive man who was into her for simply being like, I don't think this is it. So 
logically that it seems like, well, she wouldn't fake stuff with Joe then because what's the point? She could have just done that with Matt James, you know? So I don't know what it is. It is, there is something weird here that when I was thinking about this, I mean, particularly when Kenny proposes and he has trouble kneeling at first and says the thing about his old bones. And I was like, oh, that's right. Every man who gets engaged is in his 30s or is 40 years old and every woman is under 25. Right. And that's uh, interesting. <laughs> but but is 23, right? That's just so young to decide that you want to, like, have a quiet life like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people do. I don't, I don't hold it against her. I think she's making, she, ca- in a very smart, calculated way, chose to make sure Joe stays with her the entire time. Right. There was times where me, I mean, you could say the same thing. I would have been like, "Excuse me." <laughs> yeah. Mari as that. well. You could you could literally say no, the same thing. Ma- yes. No, you can't. Mari tried to. No, you can't. Mari spoke up a lot, and that's why she got. Oh, so that's why it's okay for her to can, get engaged at twenty five. Can he cheated on her? No, I feel like that's a more. Can he na- cheated he, he, on her? He, well, cheated. Whatever. <laughs> he, he, yeah. Not my, exactly here's cheating. Here's my issue. He got no. Debbie. It's not cheating, but it is. Hurricane Demi. It is not fair, right? <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. I would consider that kind of, that, that means it's over. That that means Kenny doesn't want anything else to do with her, but he did. So that's not, I don't know how Kenny doesn't see that as cheating to himself. Let's that just say Mar- Mari doesn't. Wild. If you take the premise that Kenny and Mari are, like, truly in love and meant to be, the fact that they broke up and then he was in this thing with Demi for like a couple of days where they were boning constantly and like making out in front of everyone. And then they get, it's very weird. And also like Mari gave me vibes when she was talking about the engagement. She was definitely giving me the vibe of pageant girl who really just wants to be married and have a big ring and not necessarily that it's Kenny is the be all end all. But I also feel like there's no way that those two actually last because Kenny's entire body was physically rejecting the idea of getting proposed. Like he forced himself through that when he was like, his hands are shaking. He keeps on saying stuff like, I've never said I love you to anyone before. Like no one ever thought I would get married. (laughs) And it's just like, this guy does not want to be married. I think he's like, you know, you got to lock this down when a hot 25 year old is super into you. But at the same time, I feel like, yeah, he doesn't really want to be married and have kids. You know, he wants to to be like a hot 40 year old. That's his thing. Maybe the producers are like pushing that one. I don't think so. I I actually like believe believe in whatever that means. I actually buy into their love story a lot. I what what I'm trying to get at here with the Joe and Serena versus in in this case, yes, versus like Kenny and Mari is that I buy into the Kenny Mari thing a lot. I think I don't know about, you know, Kenny kept saying, even though he said all those things he said, he also said, but it's Mari, but she's beautiful, you know, but I, I love the way she is. He loves her like aura, essence, whatever. And Mari is like this guy it, is you know he's at a great age and he knows what he's where he's going towards or where he is is where he's comfortable there's no struggle together thing which a lot of people don't want they want someone that's established and maybe you're not established but you're getting there i think that is a lot more solid ground than joe and serena so what i'm trying to give me a second Ooh, fire um, so what I'm trying to guard against here is for Bachelor franchise to come at us in a year when we've kind of, you know, jumbled this all into a corner of our, our brains and just let it alone and say, Joe and Serena had the most magical story. But then we forget about Kenny and Mari because they're not as bankable to the Bachelor franchise. That's kind of where I yeah I'm at. I see. I mean, I don't think for me... Joe and Serena being held up as like America's dream paradise couple is annoying just because I find them both really boring. I find their relationship boring. 
I would rather people hold up, like, say, Riley and Marissa as the ideal paradise couple, because I believe that they're super into each other. Like, I buy it. But see, okay, so just this, I believe that Marie, Mari and Marissa are the same type of woman who are just so excited to get with a more established man that has this, like, great, you know, that they can build together Mm -hmm. on what an older person has already built. It just so happens that they're women. I do get that because the way the things that Marissa said about getting engaged and Mari said about getting engaged did sound very similar. And I think it is appealing. Like if you look at Riley's like a lawyer who has all these really like strong moral stances, I could absolutely see looking at somebody like that and being like, that's husband material. That's settling down material. That guy like knows who he is. And he's pretty settled in his life. He's not going to, like, go to stagecoach and hook up with a bunch of other women. Yeah, yeah. we know. But Riley, but the thing about Riley in that he kind of lets on a lot throughout the season is that he's a very hurt person. And Marissa might, she, I don't know, I don't know if she's old enough or if she's experienced enough to help that hurt. Mari doesn't seem like she has to do that. But it is a a very hard thing to help someone with their deep internalized childhood hurt. So it it could be that she's good at it. It it could be. Oh, my goodness. Go. Go help that person. (laughs) Um, I'm surprised uh, we can hear it. It's very faint. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's very loud to me. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't like... Look, neither of these couples to me, Mari and Kenny or Marissa and Riley are, you know, some great childhood, great parents, great, like, you know, launch point. These and, and then you saw them fall in love because they were like so strong. But there there's a lot there's a lot of of there's enough there that, yeah, they could break up. But of course, I'm rooting for them. But like as opposed to Joe and Serena, where I feel like. Yeah, there's there's a the whole Kendall thing. Like they seriously brought her down to do what? <laughs> the second she walked down, even though I, I I did see some of the previews where you know she's walking, I like didn't know in the previews. But when I saw her walking, I'm like, oh, she's just there for like goodbye. You could tell I was because tuned yeah. out big time by that point. Exactly. You could tell that she was brought there specifically to like give her blessing, basically. But then that annoyed me to begin with. Like I'm like, producers, why are you doing this? No one needs to see Kendall come up and tell Joe it's okay to get pro- like proposed to Serena. They already had these conversations when she left the beach, right? Like why? Yeah. Ugh, I just found it so annoying that they were like, yeah throw Kendall in there surprise Kendall like that's gonna be fun that's cool and good TV and it was like it wasn't even good TV it was just annoying yeah it was this is there are so many instances of them running out of material and I think they were ready for that with flying it was worth it to fly her down for the for the future you know for the previews okay I'm also confused by during the whole Kendall Joe thing, right? You see Mari and Kenny are narrating what they can see from like up in that palapa. Where were Marissa and Riley? Why weren't they also narrating and watching? I, don't, uh, I didn't even notice. I could, they were all so backlit that, that I couldn't tell who was yeah, talking. It was only the two of them. And I was just like, is this shown out of order? And like Marissa right. and Riley hadn't done their proposal yet, so they couldn't be together in the palapa or something. Because otherwise, it just seems weird to not have like all four of them being like, "Oh my God, there's Kendall," you know? Uh, yeah, like I said, like I, I feel like it's all just boring. Like, let's just throw more people in there and see who, <laughs> who like bites, you know? Like, let's see if Kendall maybe says something that just. This is the, it's hard to manipulate. See, that's the problem is that there was a time when you can manipulate these people when they are known to us because they had no real power. Now, whatever happens, they could go home and get on Instagram and explain something that was bad or get on a podcast. So they're not going to do what the producers want them to do. That's why I was so tuned out because I'm like, she's not going to do anything that 
10 years ago, she would have been forced to do. Right. right? She might have been forced to say something like, give us another chance. Don't don't get engaged yet. Something like really that would be, whoa, crazy to do. Like no longer, you know. Yeah. Um, and deeply embarrassing if you're Kendall, right? It is. It's so embar- It's already so embarrassing. It's already so embarrassing. And the thought of being like, no, you got to go out there and tell your ex who is about to propose to another woman who you have already had the ending relationship <laughs> conversation with that, like, you want him back. I'd be like, no, I'd rather die. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we'll pay, we'll pay you another $50,000. All yeah, right, they, I'll do it. <laughs> they, they, they could have paid her a good amount of money. Did, okay. Did this, like, grubby influencer season convince anyone any put anyone who's on michelle's season coming up anyone who's on that other the the bachelor season his name isn't colton right it's something like just like that but i forget he's um, like colton but he's not colton yeah he his name is something like that clayden something like that um did this grubby influencer season convince anyone who's going to be on the Bachelor franchise or who already is, but is maybe waiting their turn. Maybe they, they're going to go on the next Bachelor in Paradise, but they've already, they're already in the universe. Uh, not to do what these people do, like, or you'll end up like Ivan. Is any of this a deterrent or uh-huh. is it a push forward? <laughs> like, oh, but you will get a lot of screen time. If you do what Brendan did, if you did what Pi- Piaper did, if you did what... <laughs> You know, like all these, I'm so sick of their fucking misspelled names. Yes, (laughs) their misspelled names are driving me crazy. Yeah, I don't Um, know if it's a disincentive in that, on the one hand, we know that Brendan did lose some spawn con. Like, he was dropped by at least one of the people who work with him. And the fact that he lost followers means that other companies that might want to pay him for stuff, like the less followers you have, the less money you can demand, et cetera. So like it obviously hits his bottom line. And of course they're broken up now too, Brendan and Piper, um, which makes it even sillier because it's like, this was all for nothing then. Like you basically (laughs) both, you know, you, you looked horrible on TV. You tanked your potential influencer career in certain ways and you didn't even stay with your girlfriend so like what was it all even for in the end but piper was not too badly hurt by this overall like no, Brent was the one who who like lost she money did. on this yeah so well the thing is he lost money he wouldn't have made if he wasn't on the yeah. franchise so the, in that case like isn't it a isn't it a net win and that's why i'm yeah. like it's not a deterrent I don't think it is a deterrent because I feel like even if you see this and are like, okay, if the producers either don't like you or it's going to be better for ratings, they think to throw you under the bus, that is always something that they are willing to do. Seen with Brendan and Ivan, both people who are very much liked by most fans in the franchise. But on the other hand, I am willing to bet you that anyone who goes on these shows who watches this and is like, oh, yeah, that negative outcome sucks, also thinks, but I'm smart enough not to have that happen to me. Yeah, they always think that. But let's just say they go on with, the like, they, they go on, they think they can outsmart it. Okay, but then they're in phase two, where they are already, you know, they're about to be the villain. They're they're getting wrapped up in it however that plays out whether they're talking to producers and they're like look look you know like you you did something bad here and then they're let's let's double down on it or whether they leave the franchise and they're asked to come back to bachelor paradise and they know their character is going to get spun in a different direction uh, i guess like craig <laughs> you're the one who wants to be the influencer or you would have been if you were like yes. 25 right now you go to a carnival like in some crazy back alley and you find a monkey's paw and you, and you like say what you find a little, a monkey's paw, like a, <laughs> a actual cut off arm of a poor monkey. <laughs> okay. But you Not wish. Following. Okay. Well, let's just say you find like a genie or a whatever you get a wish 
and your wish. A monkey's paw gives you. You wishes? don't know what a monkey's paw is? It's cursed wishes. They're oh. they're exactly what you want, but they're always wrong. Oh my God, Craig! Do you not watch The Simpsons I'm or something? Surprised, yeah, that Craig did not know about that. Well, it's kind of like yeah. uh, what's the Stephen King book? Um, uh, yeah, thinner or whatever. Was it well, thinner? there's thinner, yeah, where they become thin because of the hex on them. But uh, where, where the devil runs a store and everything's free, but it actually has a cost. Ah, oh, my God. What's the name of it? Why am I blanking on the name? The, the devil runs a store. Yes, yes. Very oh, good. Needful <laughs> Things. Needful Things. That's the book. Oh, okay. And yeah. the name of the store. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so there, okay. Cursed wishes, right? You want to be an influencer, but you get you think who is the most I would take it. person. In, so you would be Chad Johnson. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'd be Chad Johnson. You would be. I think that like someone that was really. I mean, Thomas. Like, yeah, exactly. Your net gain is always way, way better than not having gone on. Yeah, I mean, Thomas looks great at this point. Like. People didn't like him after Katie's season, but his arc on Paradise, I feel like the overall feeling of most people in Bachelor Nation is like, maybe we were wrong about Thomas because he seems fine. Right. Because He's going to hold the, on to that mi- Becca until his redemption story is t- completely over. Yeah, but if this taught me anything is that Aaron is just a right fighter based on his bad instincts. And he has no reason oh, to have ever liked any of the. He didn't. He probably never even cared about any of the women. He just wanted to hang out more with James, you know. They, and both James and him just <laughs> traded women back and forth so that they could hang out all day, you know. It's like, yeah. I mean, these guys so. need to be in a throuple with somebody. I think is what we're figuring out here. But I mean, he does not. Well, anyway, the the. The Aaron, well, the reason I mentioned that is because the Thomas, you know, they were so, they hated Thomas so much. And it had little to do with what he did right or wrong at any point. It had more to do with Aaron and his, but he was, you know, a horrible guy once to me. You know, it's just his like vendetta thing. So no matter who it, Craig, you would be Dean. I would be Dean. Would you be Dean? Question mark. Sure. Why not van life, baby? <laughs> Hashtag oh. van life. <laughs> okay. Okay. Did that what, answer I mean, that what question? Is, what, what is what what has Dean done that's so bad? Dean, he's with Kalen. That's just his, I don't know. Well, he's he was just using the show to launch his little career. He's like he's just a, he's like Tyler Cameron. He's just I don't know. To me, to me your to... your monkey paw cursed mm-hmm. wishes really only works for someone like Brandon. Because that truly is a cursed wish. Would you be a Okay, Brandon? would you would you be Brandon? Brandon? Um uh, uh, maybe I don't know. maybe not now, but in like a year, will anyone really he who knows? He could come back and get a good arc. Yeah, he exactly. could, something could happen. So, okay, so that's where you draw the line, is if you talk specifically about social media on on TV. (laughs) I I wouldn't talk about my plan on a hot mic, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so Rachel Lindsay said on a podcast a few weeks ago that apparently what a lot of folks were told in the original Paradise Days, don't know if it's still the same, is that like basically if you're not if you don't see the camera it means you're not being recorded on the other hand at this point if you are going on any of these shows you should have watched previous seasons and realized that that's obviously a lie if you're told that right one because we clearly have seen stuff on many seasons where like you can tell from the angle etc that like the camera could not have been right up in their faces and two that you would, I mean, I think maybe it was Natasha said something about this too, where she's like, a lot of people talk about this stuff, but they don't do it like on a hot mic on camera. And that's why a lot of people think they're stupid. But 
I, I think they are stupid, but I think they also maybe fell for a very obviously see-throughable lie of like, well, if, if we're not filming you, then you're not on camera or whatever, you know? Hmm. I don't know um, where I'm trying to go with this. It's not even a good yeah, defense. I just think they're dumb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, the, 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 it looks like the only obstacle here is actually being chosen as the cast. Because everything else only ups your profile. It doesn't matter good or bad. You know, all publicity is good publicity. So there, there is no consequence for reality TV stars. You know, you can't get canceled on this show. No matter what you do. You can't get cut. It's because it, you your your net gain is your net gain. I, I, I saw a Bachelor account that said something like, Yes, brand Brandan is down to like you know whatever twenty five k twenty five like a quarter of a million I think was the number maybe not maybe it was down to twenty five thousand I don't remember anymore the number but they're like we did it Bachelor Nation and I'm like <laughs> we did it Bachelor Nation no we <laughs> built him up because he was on our TVs and he did something atrocious. <laughs> And now he's being punished by the people that built him, but not all the people. So right, what are right, you exactly. talking about? It's still a pretty I, I, large I was, like, chunk. Baffled. Yeah. Huh? It's yeah, still a pretty large a chunk. Yeah. Large exactly. following that I don't know what it would be interesting if somebody checked what his follower count was before he went on the oh, it's all, Claire it's all there. season. Yeah. Just it's check not, with Bachelor data. Okay. Yeah, because I was, was gonna say I'm sure. It was like hundred K. Okay, and now so, yeah, it's 25k. It's, it's like more than doubled from that. No, he was at he was at like 500k, and now he's down to like. Oh, he was. He was. Yeah, and now he's. No, no, I meant wow. from before he ever even came on the franchise. What was like, right. what he brought in before he oh. ever came on versus definitely what he has in the now. low thousands, dear lord. Like you know all these. Yeah, I have like what party. 200 followers. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, he's. Probably like if most of them is if, if they're like super good looking people that are just kind of trying to be Instagram models, they're at most 3000 at the most. And see, this is why Craig Love Island gets it right. They cast you off your Instagram and how many and they will tell you how many followers you have at the beginning of the show on the U.S. version. And I think that's, you know, you already are somebody before you go on there. Bachelor Nation is for Bachelor is for like amateurs who are like mm-hmm. trying to be that, trying well, to be on. Yeah, it's a yeah different different category of people. But it's yeah. but it's not. It's Bachelor people are trying to be on, trying to be to the category of Love Island people. Does that make sense? In Instagram. Well, it's a different different channel. You know, one is for amateurs, and then the other ones for already established people. It's okay. Yeah, you can have but both. it's smart. It's smart to have it to be already established people is what I'm saying, because then we don't deal with these kinds of we're, we're not trying to decipher behind the scenes why they're doing what they're doing. Right. It makes sense. Anyways. OK, that's all I got. Oh, one more thing. HBO. Uh, I there's a bachelor in paradise with a bunch of even lower level rejects people. <laughs> that's bachelor in paradise, Canada that has American oh, bachelor wow. in paradise people that might be airing somehow somewhere i saw hbo max but now i'm not sure so (laughs) paradise in canada so sure (laughs) yeah this sounds really interesting eh? Uh see what i did there (laughs) yes i see you know i mean i'll watch that i'll watch any old trash so Uh, yeah i'll watch trash too yeah we only watching um u.s love island so I'm saying I'll watch it. Not that we should podcast about it, Craig. Yeah, I know. We got to take our time off. Uh, very important. Yes, we do have to take oh, our time okay. off, but that means I'll just be watching like MTV's The Challenge and Survivor instead. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my other brand of of trash TV. But yes, easier. I've started watching American Love Island. It's so good. They're so much better looking than the British people. <laughs> so far. So I started watching with the most recent season just because I was like, uh-huh. eh, I guess I'll do that. I don't I know. I love if it, Will. 
works better in order or not. I'm only a few episodes in. Everyone is attractive, but it it misses a little bit of the magic for me of having regional UK accents and slang. <laughs> oh, I I I love these. I love the international pool they pick from in America. Like there's a guy from Colombia. There's someone from Nairobi. from um, Kenya. Oh, yeah. There's the guy from Colombia. That's think, Will, right? Yeah, that yeah. Will? But yeah, in that America, that guy is handsome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Will. Um, very handsome, like unreal looking. Where you're like, that's a real. Yeah, girl. Oh, yeah. He's very handsome. So I, anyway, I, I that's my new. For him. That's my new TV I'm getting into as I like. Is Love my... Island US? Yes, because I've already watched all of UK. I've watched all of Australia. It's time to get into the US. Totally. No, no, no. Vanderpump Rules is on. That's all you need. Oh, Craig, there's too many seasons of that for me to like get fully caught up on, I think. <laughs> People <laughs> do it. Yeah, I don't, want, I don't have that time right now. Oh, I have some fashion notes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's do some fashion. Do, do, do. This is the fashion roundup. Craig likes to talk about the people know where That could have literally been on a hair metal hair album and it would have worked just as oh, well. Craig, song, yeah. I love how you like to talk about how great so your second is. I could have been. I would have been a great hairband frontman, I think. All right. I mean, actually, yeah, I could see it. <laughs> young. You're born too I young wear... and then also too old. Yeah, I could wear leather, you know, leather pants. Be great. Then you'd Big be hair. washed up. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, want that's it? okay. You're never <laughs> truly monkey, washed up. It's same monkey's paw question here. Why would you want to be washed up now? But you, being washed up means that you were famous for a little while. That'd be fun. I don't know. I think I'd be oh, good at it. I guess. Right. Well, the monkey's paw says that you only have the memory. You never actually lived it. And uh. now you are. <laughs> and <laughs> now you're just upset. And oh. Monkey's paw. Okay, fashion. Yeah. Okay, so there's a few things that I noted here. One is at the cocktail party at the beginning of the episode, Kenny is wearing a pink polo shirt with tiny pink flamingos patterned all over it. I just thought it was yeah. cute. So I wanted to so point cute. it out. It's <laughs> like, that's a cute shirt. That's nice. Um, <laughs> other notable fashion for me, perhaps the most notable thing that happened on this, is that for some reason, Joe is wearing real shoes during his proposal, but no socks. And an exact reversal of his normal, he wears socks, but not real shoes thing. Right. Right. So out, outside of his personality, I was surprised by this. He should have proposed in the slides with the socks on. Mm-hmm. That's Ew. his thing. You know? Instead, insane. he wore, like, loafers with no socks. So, sure, I guess. Uh, other fashion, <laughs> Serena wore clear Perspec Love Island kind of shoes. And also the dress she was wearing was very wedding-esque. It was like See, a I, white... I was tuning out doing all this. I, I missed all of this. During the, 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 the last hour was just nothing. Uh, oh, I yes. didn't even pay attention. Just yeah. Brutal filler. Was like a casual wedding dress, basically. Like could wear on a beach wedding sort of situation which i feel like is pretty traditional for these ladies on love island but she's the love island on bachelor in paradise <laughs> but she's the only <laughs> one who did it she's the only one who wore the wedding looking dress on this situation because marissa wore where is a the love blue island? lace jumpsuit is the love island a it's in hawaii or is it it's in hawaii really? which it, i mean that villa looks pretty nice yeah. There's like a water. So it's, it. it's on an island. It's not an island. It is on an island. Yeah. I think in all well, iterations of during, the show, it's on an island. Dur- during yeah. quarantine, they like had a, the oh. island. Well, no, during quarantine, they had the island be two rooftops in Las Vegas. <laughs> That's right. the worst thing yeah. to die. To be like on it. Love Island is the Las ah, Vegas so rooftop sad. quarantine season. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being like in a normal year you get to go to Hawaii, but yeah, in this season you just live on a rooftop. 
Well, it's like uh, the real world did that, remember? The real world with Las Vegas was at the the Rio, and they'd party in the rooftop all the time. Well, that, I mean, but they weren't restricted to only the rooftop. Oh, 9-11 happened during my junior year. So the next year, all the trips we had planned, all of them canceled. You're not going to Austria, you're going to Philadelphia. And we're like, what? (laughs) You know, we had all these plans and they didn't happen that's how you it were going to go to just Austria like after 9-11 we were going to go see we were going to go see like you know the Hague and Austria I forget cool. why Austria exactly but we were going to go to like tour of the ICJ and the ICC because I was an MUN and then all of a sudden no we're going to Philadelphia <laughs> why who knows so uh, yeah huh we've had I two if- I try to think of why Austria would be on your model UN tour, but I know they have like um, what is it? There's like NATO stuff that's headquartered in Austria, I think. Yeah, in like Vienna, there's a bunch of NATO things, I think. For me, like I said, I've gone to Europe at that point a lot because my my mom is European. But for all these kids who needed that like jolt of no, the OC is not culture, like the end of the culture. That I they got Philadelphia. Yeah. They got Philadelphia. Well, I mean, I'm just I saying like that Philly, but it's not as exciting. It helps happen. <laughs> um, you get the short and the stick after a, a global, <laughs> or not, maybe not a global. Sure, I guess. I mean, I, I think still. I guess it's kind of like the Bachelor and Bachelorette quarantine seasons where they couldn't go anywhere. And normally they do get the international travel. But now they're like, particularly in like Katie's season where you're like, you're stuck in like a hotel that's not even (laughs) that nice. (laughs) I'm thinking about Taisha and her like, let's go, you know, we're in a taxi in a cutout. Oh boy, yeah. That's like, (laughs) like, you know, community theater low yeah <laughs> rough, so bad. rough times that like yeah but not she get found cool love parts. so it worked she did another monkey's you know. paw you get to be the bachelorette but you have to be in community theater <laughs> in the season <laughs> yeah i also had to say i'm loving the michelle promos that are like so clearly they've spent so much more money on her than they did on katie already where it's like look at the wardrobe look at the locations and it looks there's yeah it looks like there's some nice drama happening i hope that these men are hotter than they appear in their abc bios because (laughs) boy a lot of a lot of bad stuff in those Oh wait, I no, we're 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 still in fashion, right? I want to say that that jumpsuit and a lot of women love this jumpsuit right now is so dated that Marissa wore. It was like a what do you call? Is that like um? It's not cerulean. What's that blue? That's like a it's like a mega bright blue. Or yeah, it it something like that. It is such a a dated look. That that's the kind of thing, you know, that we look at pictures from the 80s and the 70s. You're like, this is definitely a picture from the 80s or the 70s. You don't, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want that look. Mm-hmm. I, um, I mean, it looks good on her, but would you really want to be like, I, I was wearing a jumpsuit. Oh, my goodness. Why would I do that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love jumpsuits, but... If I was going to wear a jumpsuit to a televised proposal, I would be wearing something wild. Like, it would be, like, gold sequin jumpsuit or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be wearing a royal that. blue lace jumpsuit. If you're going to go, like, not a traditional dress, you should go really not a traditional dress and do something like, you know, wear like that, uh, what Tisha was wearing in the final episode of Katie's season where it looked like a fancy sexy magician outfit wear that kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah I agree I, that's all the fashion I had yeah I think I that's like, all I'm like double checking did I miss any other fashion 90s uh, not 90s but the what's the word like Something that automatically lets you know. There's got to be a word for this. There should be. It's probably one in German. Um, that automatically puts you in the place and time and you know it's going to be dated at some point. 
look through Japanese and German dictionaries for me, please. You will find this word. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure that does exist because there's like fun German compound words for things like the feeling you get when you're embarrassed by your friend. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure they have a word for that. But yeah, I know what you mean. It is something where it's a very specific, like that's a trend to an exact moment in time. So you would be able to look at it and be like, it must have occurred during these like two year time period versus some other kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, there wasn't a lot of exciting fashion on this. This episode in general turned out exactly how you would think it was going to turn out yep. before it started. Yep, yeah. it sure did. Oh, yes, I agree. It was devoid of anything fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we managed to podcast about it, so that's a win. Yeah, it was fine. An episode happened, and so that's something. <laughs> and we get a week off, and then we're back at it. I think it's for... two weeks, right? They were saying two weeks till Michelle's premiere, but maybe well, I don't I think understand it's time. The week after, it's the week after next that it premieres. Oh, all right, so... yeah. So t- next week is off, and then the week, you're yeah. right. All right, Thanks. I just, like, failed to understand calendar. What can I say? Moment. <laughs> I just say what they tell me. I don't actually know anything. Um, okay, so follow us on social media, leave us a review, and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.